So, Doc, what was all that talk about screwing up future events, the space-time continuum? Well, I figured, what the hell? <laughs> that is so this movie. I know, that's the movie of that show. Welcome to the Fluent Nerd, a not-so-serious discussion on all things nerdy. I'm Z. I'm Neil. This is a show where we discuss our love-hate relationship with the most famous and infamous franchises, movies, shows, and games of the nerd world. This week we're talking about... Back to the Future 1. Yep. Classic quarantine content. Thanks, Probably, <laughs> I'm going to say, one of one of the best trilogies ever made. One of probably um, three of the best trilogies ever made. Iconic, I'll give you. It's in the trilogy of trilogies. I'll give you iconic. I don't know if best necessarily. Name, okay, Lord of the Rings, obviously. Yes. Uh, if Godfather 3 were any good, I'd say Godfather. But, but it no, isn't, Godfather so it doesn't count. Yeah. I'd say the original Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, okay, fair. The original. Fair. And yeah, just on its own. Just on its own. Still in the top three, then. Until we find another. Yeah, okay, I'm yeah. down with that. It's in I'm the down with that. trilogies. Yeah, <laughs> so the plot. Um, first of all, when I was reading up on my notes, after like my notes and combining them with the plot that I read online to combine the true facts, mm-hmm. um, I had never known this took place in California. I always, for some reason, thought it was Boston. I don't How know why. How the fuck is it Boston if they're in the Wild West? And I, that always confused me. It always was a weird thing. I, I just, I, I've only seen these movies all the way through one time. Oh my god, what's the matter with you? I've seen these like a million times. Because it always used to be on TV, and I'd catch bits and pieces of it, and then I eventually pieced it all together. But until we're doing this watch-through, I don't think I've seen Back to the Future 2 all in one take. Now, this one's only going to be about Back to the Future 1. But anyway, um, we start off in 1985. That's an important plot point. Um, (laughs) In Hill Valley, California, Marty McFly goes and visits the home of his best friend, a disgraced... Nuclear physicist, Future Doc goals. Brown. Yes. <laughs> Who does shady business deals with Libyans. A Libyan disgraced nuclear physicist. I am quoting comedian with that, but it's also true. <laughs> he goes and visits his house because apparently the doc's been missing for several days. And the first thing Marty does when he gets there is he plugs in his electric guitar into the giant fucking amp and blows it up. I don't think I've ever seen that scene. You don't think you ever what? I don't think I've ever seen that scene. That's like one of the iconic things I think of when I think of Back to the Future. I've never seen that part. It's it's stupid and shouldn't be in the cut of the movie. Maybe but, the TBS cut I watched as a kid didn't have it. I don't know. But then he gets a phone call at Doc Brown's house, and it's Doc Brown. He goes, hey, Marty, are you there? Because Marty would just be there before school don't or, or the at amp. the time he's supposed to be at school. Yeah. Don't use fine, the amp, it'll blow up. <laughs> yeah, don't use the amp. And by the way, I set all the clocks back 25 minutes, so you're 25 minutes late for school. Um, and so he gets to school. He runs into his girlfriend, Jennifer, who's also just in the hallways for some reason. And is hot. And, and she's hot as shit, and she's still hot as shit when she changes form, and we'll get to that. Yep. Um, and uh, 
they run into Principal Strickland and he chews out Marty for for being a McFly and how his dad never amounted to anything and he'll never amount to anything and and you don't even bother with the Battle of Bands thing after school. You're a piece of shit. And it's like you know the best principal you're, you're ever. A piece made. of shit, Marty. You're you're a piece of shit, Marty. You're you're. I wonder if that's where they got that from. <laughs> oh, you think? <laughs> uh, da da da. Anyway, um, so. He fucking fails the Battle of the Bands thing, and he's talking to Jennifer. He's like, oh, man, I think I'm going to be just like my dad. And what if I get – I don't know if I can take that rejection kind of shit. And she – Sounds a lot like his dad, actually, right then. <laughs> That's <laughs> kind of what I'm getting at, you piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, hey, we're going to go up to the lake for the weekend, and wouldn't it be awesome if we could do it in a truck like that or you know some shit? And my mom's and get, a prude. Yeah, my mom's a prude and a fat piece of shit. And he goes home. And Biff She's only is... fat by 80s standards, really, too. Oh, oh I get it. Like, no. regular fat. <laughs> like, a, like current-day like American chubby. standards. Yeah, yeah current-day American standards, it's she doesn't go to the gym every day of the week. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, he goes home, and Biff is... Biff Tannen is apparently his yeah, full name. Yeah. I never knew he had a full name. I did. Um, Biff is, like, bullying Donald George, Trump. his dad. Yeah, Donald Biff yeah. is... <laughs> bullying george because he's a supervisor and he's just he's being you know the 80s bully but in real life which doesn't actually exist what are you looking um, at butthead yeah and his dad's like oh i'm sorry he's all fucking cowardly and shit and and his mom lorraine is overweight and incredibly depressed and actually an alcoholic because she's adding all that shit to her coffee uh, did you catch the part where um emmett brown thought that one of the kids is not actually uh, might be biff's or I did not catch that. We'll, we'll get. Uh, well, at one point, you know, when he's looking at the photographs, and you know, they start disappearing. Yeah. And he says something about. Uh, I forget exactly how it comes up, but basically, Doc Brown implies like your mother never did anything like that with your dad, and then looks at the picture again to see if uh, one of the kids disappeared or not. Oh. And she said something about my mom would never cheat on my dad or something. And he started looking to see if one of the kids would disappear. No, 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 no. It was something else. You're, you're confusing something else. No, no, I, I, I rewatched the situation. it three times. I rewatched it three times. <laughs> Moving on. You no, know, because he, he's anyway, because he said something like, no, my dad would never do anything like that. And he goes, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, it, my mom would never do anything like that. Anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway. So uh, his mom's overweight and alcoholic. And they recall the story of how they met, which was when grandpa or Lorraine's dad hit George with his car, and then instead of taking him to a hospital or calling the police, just brought him up and threw him in his you know, 18-year-old daughter's bedroom to say, there you go, have fun. His and she was there for not... ass daughter, too. Like, my God. Thirsty motherfucking ass daughter. And, uh, <laughs> and they fell in love because she, quote-unquote, nursed him back to health. And we find out later she's just a creep. Um, she's a, yeah. They're both a... creeps. <laughs> yeah, fair um, Marty then... the 50s is creepy. That's, the, that's what it was. <laughs> Marty goes and meets Doc at the parking lot of the shopping mall where there was where he asked him earlier on the phone to meet him and bring his camera at 1.16 a.m. on the dot on October the 26th, 1985. Again, important plot points. Um, then Einstein, the dog's just there, and Doc unveils a DeLorean, which is also a time machine. Um, driven by plutonium, he stole from Libyan terrorists. <laughs> Libyan nationalists, but they Libyan, happen to be terrorists as Libyan well. national terrorists. <laughs> Um, and, uh, cause he gave them a nuclear bomb that was just filled with old ping pong parts, apparently. Ping just pong casing, rather. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Doc tests his new machine 
by putting Einstein in it and having it drive directly at them the first time he tests it. I mean, it's still and good. there's a fan theory about yeah. that later. <laughs> first time he tests it, he wubble goes, oh, dub dub. Wubble-lubba-dub-dub. Yeah, wubble-lubba-dub-dub. <laughs> Life is <Yeah>. pain. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the first time he tests it. And he's like, it works. And then, they, and then Einstein travels exactly one minute into the future. There's the uh, so that he dies right then and everything else is bullshit after that no i've heard everything yeah yeah um that that's that's a very common one i didn't include that in the things later but to speed things up a little bit um (laughs) the libyans show up and they shoot doc and then marty jumps into the uh, time machine before doc was about to take his own trip and doc said very specifically he goes oh crap i almost forgot an extra plutonium casing that would mean it's a one-way trip Oh, and idiot. <laughs> Marty has to go on accidentally. Go, he says, let's see if you fuckers can do 90. And he's I, I, don't, I can't remember there because we find out Marty's also, a fucking idiot. Also, a DeLorean only goes 95. Yeah. <laughs> but it's I'm like Marty's kidding. a fucking idiot. Did he not just remember that Doc said go to 88 miles an hour and you're going to see some serious shit? Or was he really just trying to escape from them? I can't. Also, he can't even say he didn't know it wouldn't work. He just saw it work. Right, right. I, I don't even say like, if oh, because Mar- Marty crazy, got, went you know? back there and he acted like he had no idea what was going on. So I like to think he was just trying to escape from them because he's a fucking moron. Marty's not bright. He's not. And it, it, anyway, he goes back to 1955 where a farmer tries to kill him for thinks he's an alien. Um, and he finds like his neighborhood is like recently under construction, the one where he lives. Yeah. And he meets uh, his parents downtown. Um, you're gonna have to start helping me fill in some of these gaps here because my memory. All right, he goes and tries to buy a Pepsi, which is gross. Yeah, yeah. He uh, pets, oh no, he a Pepsi in, free because he's like, no, you gotta pay for yeah. it, kid. He runs into his uh dad, who is a pushover. He's being pushed around by Biff, exactly like he is in the '80s. Uh, he also meets yeah. his mom, who has nothing to do with his dad, and is being harassed by Biff very clearly and very. Yeah, sexual, Biff is a very much a rapist. Yeah, he meets the future mayor, who is a uh, black guy. And they pretty much tell him there's no way you'll ever be mayor. Yeah. And yeah. I think Marty puts the idea in his head, which is not the first or last time. Or it's not the there last will be a time that Marty. That, no, it's not the last time that Marty just takes credit for all black people's accomplishments in this movie. Oh, oh no, for sure. It's <laughs> yeah, like that's a bad. theme. <laughs> yeah. Uh, long it's story a short. Also, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Long story short, he takes the place of his father and almost gets run over. Yeah. Uh, and, and wakes up in his mom's room, uh, and she's taken off his pants. She did not need to do that. She didn't have his underwear. That's no, no, why no. she starts calling him Calvin Klein because he, had he Calvin still Klein had underwear. his underwear on. It's pink, yeah. But she, purple. she says, "I've never seen purple underwear." Yeah. So she <laughs> clearly dick peeked him. Yeah, clearly. 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 She had to have. Yeah. But then later, when she just to jump a little yeah. bit, when she's kissing him in the car, she goes, "That felt weird." Why didn't it feel weird then? Because he was conscious. That felt weird. <laughs> <laughs> You know she did something to him. Oh God, dude! You know oh, it. that made so much sense. It was so. Funny. You smell different when you're when you're awake. <laughs> <laughs> so Marty effectively fucks up the way his parents met and changes time. Yeah, he ruins it. Yeah, and then he finds out later that he looks at a photograph and he sees his family dissolving because and he finds Brown past. Yeah, because he did not. Uh, he's never born because his parents never get together. So he has to find out how to solve that problem while Doc Brown who is not convinced, and then 10 minutes later is convinced. Well, because well, uh, Marty tells him the story, because Doc said, this yeah. is the day I invented time travel, and it was literally that same day. Yeah. Uh, where so, a clock fell and he thought of the flux capacitor. 
Yeah. So Doc Brown decides that they will use a conveniently timed lightning strike that will happen that night. That they they only know about because Marty got run into by a crazy lady trying to protest (laughs) and changing. There's a lot of fate. There's a lot of things that had to happen just the right way. Yeah, because so yeah. Long story short, said when the lightning hit it and broke the clock tower. Yeah. So Doc is working on how to get the DeLorean to get 1.21 gigawatts or gigawatts, as he says. One gigawatts. Oh my god. Power, which he thinks is an impossible amount, but it can only be a lightning strike. So. He's doing that while Marty is trying to get his parents back together, and it's very hard he's because he's trying to his get dad, them together the first time. <laughs> yeah, his dad's a complete dweeb. He gets in a fight with Biff. He gets in a couple fights with Biff, but finally yeah. ends up dumping him, him skateboarding. in the skateboarding while skateboarding. Uh, he finally concocts this plan where he will pseudo fake rape his mother at Even the though, dance. Let us take a second here. I know <laughs> his plan, his first plan to get his dad to get together with his mom is to. Pretend, but really, sort of, kinda. He tried two or three other plans first. He tried to get him just to talk to her, and then he would decided he would be Darth Vader with a a plutonium mask on. Top three plans. (laughs) Three plans. (laughs) For real, fake rape his mom. Yeah, I just want that on the record here. Who has probably already raped him in some ways? (laughs) I guess he gets it from mom. (laughs) (laughs) It's genetic. Uh, maybe Biff oh, is his dad. Over. The reason his dad was going to get run over in the first place is because he was a peeping Tom. Yeah, it's the 50s. <laughs> Everyone was a peeping Tom. <laughs> hey. oh, so yeah, he inherited so like, from his parents, I guess. That's true. They have an inherent creepiness well, to I was them. Say, maybe his real dad is still Biff. That's Oh, fuck. His dad, anyway. Biff tries to rape mom, and that's how uh, George McFly yeah. actually... Yeah, Biff legit Mar- tries to rape his mom. <laughs> maybe he actually did, and that's who Marty's dad is. And it still no, Marty's the, the third kid. Oh, shit. Yeah, good point. Never mind. If Marty were the firstborn, that's my new theory. But yeah, okay. Yeah, no, Marty's the third kid. So, that's why he disappears last, because time yeah. is correcting in sequential order. Okay, so George uh, rescues Lorraine from Biff, and that is restored. And all he has to do now is take Kiss her, uh, the dance. invention of rock and roll away from black people. <laughs> yeah, Chuck Berry. <laughs> He's the inspiration for Chuck Berry. Um, hey, he invents, Chuck, it's your cousin. <laughs> he invents rock and roll, thereby taking uh, a great accomplishment away from yeah. people who deserve it. Uh, <laughs> and he gets in the little time machine and just barely makes it back. Yeah. And then new girlfriend and uh, new old girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, same girlfriend. In this movie. Yeah, the mom and dad. Mom, yeah, and, mom dad and dad are now... being cool as shit. Yeah, they're rich as shit now. They're rich. They're cool. Um, and they have bought him a new 4x4 like he wanted, which yeah. is cool. And Biff is now the auto detailing guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who gets to come in their house on yeah, and, and that's what cool. I'm asking is like, well, they keep him around because they're like, oh, that Biff, if not for him, we'd have never gotten together. It's like, yeah, did tried you guys to forget Marty? <laughs> yeah. They did forget Marty. They yeah. named well, Marty I have, after I have Marty. A theory about it. I have a theory no, about They it. did name Marty after Marty because at one point yeah. Doc calls him Marty or something in front of him. Well, he says he goes by Marty. He told his okay, mom. Okay, that's it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's your plot. And, well, oh, at wait. the very end, you yeah. do see uh, Doc comes back and he has a space from the broken. future. <laughs> yep. And he's like, "Get in, nerds. We're going to the future." Your kids, and mom. Like, There's gotta be something done about your kids. Bring her with you. It concerns her too. You, it concerns her too. <laughs> Which God, I just want to watch Back to the Future too. We're now. going. We don't need roads. So good. There's your plot.
All right, Michael J. Fox plays Marty McFly. He's in The Frighteners, Teen Wolf, Mars Attacks, and Tales from the Crypt. Christopher Lloyd is Dr. Emmett Brown. He is Judge Doom from Who Framed Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, I forgot he's in that movie. I I, I forgot that was him, yeah. He's Professor Plum in Clue. Uh, I don't think I've seen Clue. Oh, you're wrong. Okay. (laughs) I have it on DVD. You have no excuse. Uh, He's Uncle Fester from The Addams Family. Oh, fuck. He's in Sin City, A Dame to Die For. He's in the sequel? I didn't know that either. Oh, I think we have to watch it now. Uh, This is clearly his biggest movie ever. It's called Blood Lake, Attack of the Killer Lampreys. (laughs) Okay, we have to watch that now, too. (laughs) I kind of want to see it now. (laughs) Uh, He's been in Robot Chicken, King of the Hill. He was Rasputin in Anastasia, the Disney one. I, Which, I didn't know Rasputin was in that one. I, I, I don't even know who Anastasia is, so... You don't know who Anastasia is? No. Or that Anastasia movie. was the last child of the Romanoff uh, family who was oh, by the commies. So D- Disney did a movie about it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, this yeah. is like one of the early ones? Uh, 90s. Okay. I mean, Rasputin is like a, an evil priest. I know who Rasputin is. Yeah. But I just find it funny that he plays Rasputin. Yeah, that's actually uh, He's also Commander Cruise from Star Trek Three: Search for Spock. Oh, yeah. Oh, my fucking God. He's a Klingon, man. Yes! Christopher Lloyd's in there. He's he's up there with the nerds, man. He's, he's he is, pretty he high on the nerd list of, like, epicness. Yeah. He's in All the right. royalty. He's not king, but he's like a prince. <clears throat> yeah. A minor duke. Or an abdicated king. Yeah. All right, uh, Leah Thompson wa- played Lorraine Baines. She was in Howard the Duck, American Dad, Family Guy, Robot Chicken. She was the hot French girl in the Beverly Hillbillies, which I just rewatched. Classic film. <laughs> it's got Jim Varney in it, who played Ernest. Is that a film? I thought that was a serial. Like it's a... also a film. Oh, we didn't know that. In the 90s. I think it's on Disney Plus, too. You know, the Beverly Hillbillies? Yeah. That was a show like back when my mom was a kid. Uh-huh. And it got a remake, a reboot movie in the 90s. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't Okay, yeah. cool. Oh, interesting. Tales from the Crypt and she's also one of the girls in Red Dawn. New Red Dawn or Old Red Dawn? Old Red Dawn. Yes. yes. Come on. Which um, high uh, it's also my favorite movie ever, Red Dawn. Avenge me. Boys. Boys. All right. Uh Crispin Glover plays George George McFly. Uh he is the um the armless guy in Hot Tub Time Machine. Like the valet, remember? Oh my fucking god. I love that movie. <laughs> He's in the Charlie's Angels reboots. He's in Twister. Friday oh, the 13th. reboots? They just made another one. I don't know. The 90s one? Or 2000s? <laughs> so, okay. uh, he's in Twister and Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Which, spoiler alert, was not the final chapter. <laughs> he is in Twister. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, Thomas F. Wilson plays Biff Tannen. This guy has been in a lot of animated shit, dude. I don't recognize him by his face or anything. He's been in SpongeBob. He's been in a lot of DC stuff, including Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, He's in several Batman video games, TV shows, including Batman the animated series. Yeah. He's in Star Wars The Old Republic. The game I haven't played. Not not nice. The massive multiplayer online game, yeah. He's in Adventure Time. Uh, Family Guy, Johnny Bravo, Freaks and Geeks, which is a show that I've been told I need to watch. A show I've been told I need to watch. Did I say that right? I think you said it right twice. (laughs) Cool. Uh, He's in Awe Real Monsters. uh, I remember that show. His character's name is Marty, which I thought was ironic. Oh, fuck. 
<laughs> and he got his start in Knight Rider back in with, the 80s. With fucking the, with the Hoff? Don't hassle the Hoff. <laughs> That's awesome. So wait, I love it when a um I love it when an actor for like one of these iconic roles is like secretly a voice actor cuz I love voice acting obviously. And I love it when like they can just be a successful actor but kind of in the shadows kind of thing. I like mm-hmm. I like that choice from an actor, you know. Yep. Whatever I'm All trying right, to say. So <laughs> The rights to the movie and the sequels are owned by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale. Mm-hmm. And in a 2015 interview, Zemeckis said there will never be a reboot and there will never be a remake of the franchise. In, Which I do in respect. In his lifetime, ever. Which I do respect. I just, just if stop there was going to be there. a remake. No, no, just stop there. Just stop there. Wear your head before you piss off all our fucking nerds. Because this never needs to be remade. Just shut up. I'm gonna, that's all I'm going to say. That's all, <laughs> all right, I'm this say. script was rejected 44 times before they greenlit it. Wait, wait, wait. They couldn't get this script greenlit on the first go or the 43rd (laughs) (laughs) it took them a while to get this screenplay purchased by a studio we'll get there that's amazing i just huh really (laughs) so bob gale and robert zemeckis who wrote this actually got a fan letter from john delorean saying thanks for using my car basically thanks bro John DeLorean was a massive coke addict and ran his company into the ground by purchasing too much cocaine. But he made a that. sick-ass car. He made exactly work. one. Exactly one sick-ass car. It doesn't that's work. all chrome. Hey, SpongeBob taught us that in the future, everything's chrome. Future! Everything is chrome. <laughs> all right, just, so <laughs> Ronald Reagan was so amused by Doc Brown's disbelief that he became president that he made the projection to stop and replay it over and over. <laughs> because he actually had a movie theater in the White House. Hold on, frankly. Mr. Mr. Projectionist, can you rewind that for just a moment? I'm gonna he liked it I'm gonna so much. one more time. He liked it so much that in the 1986 State of the Union address, he says, as they said in the Back to the Future, <laughs> as they <laughs> said in the film Back to the Future, where we're going, we don't need roads. This is amazing. This is this is this is, this is <laughs> why I want to go back to the 80s, dude. This, this is why is I want so another Ronald cool. Reagan. <laughs> I just want to go back to the 80s. I want to be born in like 76 and just live through the 80s. Anywho. All right. So when Lorraine follows Marty back to Doc's house, she and Doc have an awkward greeting. It's the only time Christopher Lloyd and Leah Thompson have ever spoken in a movie, but they've been in six movies together. Oh, God. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. All right. Biff's catchphrase of make like a tree and get out of here and (laughs) were both improvised by Thomas Wilson. Make like a tree and get out of here. Butthead. <laughs> According to Bob uh, Gale, on October 26, 1985, a group of people actually showed up to the mall they used as Twin Pines Mall to see if Marty would show up in the DeLorean. He did not. <laughs> oh. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Worth a shot, right? You gotta give it if you're already there. <laughs> All right. Now get ready for this. You're going to fucking love this. Christopher Lloyd has always said he wanted to do one more movie where Marty and Doc go back to ancient Rome. Oh, my God. Dude, they should have just turned this into an, an American Doctor Who. Dude, hail Kaiser. <laughs> I just want to see him. Dr. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Marty and Doc have to fight in the gladiatorial arenas. Fucking Doc Brown makes it like a mech suit. It becomes a Rick and Morty episode. He just makes a mech suit that like he just rips <laughs> the throats out left and right. Oh, and fist so punches the Roman columns and shit. They just go back in the future and it turns out that dad has That's a collection right. of he has a collection of old Roman coins and one of them's like Doc Brown's head on there. <laughs> he ended up being the emperor for a little while on accident. He ends up being Caligula. Oh fuck. 
<laughs> oh, really, so um, watch that. Yeah, I'd watch that. And no remakes or sequels, huh? <laughs> Shut up. Well, everyone's, not, everyone's uh, too old. They said yeah. no remakes or reboots. The sequel would still be okay. The sequel is still an option. <laughs> yep. All right, so after the uh, film came out, they made body kits for DeLoreans that made them look just like the time machine. Yeah, no, I uh, there's so a, I think Kevin Smith has one, like a DeLorean. Uh, a lot of people have the yeah. you know, made ones, but they actually yeah, yeah, made yeah. a actual body kit. DeLorean made it, I think. That's fucking awesome. All right, trying so, to get their company out of the fucking dirt. All right, so the head of Universal Pictures, uh, Sid Sheinberg, didn't like the title Back to the Future. He said no one would see a movie with future in the title. So he wrote a big memo to Robert Zemeckis, and he said we should change it to Spaceman from Pluto, which is tying in with, like, the Martys and Alien jokes. Yeah. And he wanted to change the I'm Darth Vader to, like, I'm a Spaceman from Pluto thing. Yeah, back and when Spielberg, you could say Darth Vader without getting the mouse on your tail. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Spielberg was trying to figure out a way to get out of that because he didn't like it. So he sent Scheinberg uh, a memo talking about what a wonderful joke memo that everyone read and got a kick out of it. And Scheinberg was too, like, shamed to admit that he was serious, so he just let him make the movie. <laughs> Spielberg joke, is my fucking man, hero, dude, That's dude. hilarious. If you actually thought that, you'd be a fucking moron. <laughs> I know, dude. Spielberg is a baller, dude. That... I want to hang Guy. Oh my god! I want to shoot his spas. Move. I want to shoot his spas twelve from Jurassic Park that all the celebrities have signed. <laughs> That's awesome. uh, all right, Crispin Glover said he's only seen the movie once after it came out. <laughs> okay, lame. <laughs> so, but Christopher Lloyd says uh, he actually will watch it every time he's channel surfing and sees it. Oh, so like you? he's like a regular human adult, like male <laughs> who everyone watches this movie when it's on. I hope he recounts the lines, too, like, Marty! <laughs> yeah. I love how he's not really that old in the movie. No. Like, he was born in 1938. This is 85, so he's, like, 40-something. He always looks like he's somewhere between mid-30s, like, old mid-30s, and a young 70s. And 80. Something in there. Somewhere I think they made him look older there. on purpose so they could make him look younger later, though. They didn't so. change much. <laughs> It didn't change much from 55 to 85 either. He which just is looks exactly the same. Yeah. He's basically Marty. Or uh, he's basically Rick. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't age. All right, so this I don't get. But at London Comic Con 2015, Michael J. Fox admitted that his four children had never seen the movie. Oh, God. They're in their teens and 20s. He has a son and three daughters. I, I don't know how you don't out. accidentally watch it. Yeah. Or like, do they act, or is, are they actively avoiding it? Which that would yeah. suck. All right, so during his time in the film, uh, Eric Stoltz was a guy who they originally hired to play Marty McFly. Uh, they had to reshoot half this movie because he was the original actor. Um, he's a method actor, and he refused to let anyone call him anything but Marty. So he's like one of those annoying guys. <clears throat> when he was fired, Christopher Lloyd told him that he was being replaced. And he's like, who's Eric? And he's like, oh, I thought his name was actually Marty. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> Is apparently actually just Doc Brown, like oblivious to the ah, world. Thought his name was Marty. Who? <laughs> oh, you mean Marty? That's heavy. Why is everything so heavy in the future? There's something wrong with the gravitational pull of the Earth. <laughs> All right. According to Bob Gale, Johnny Depp auditioned for Marty McFly. He said he had to go look at his notes when someone told him that. And he says, I didn't even remember reading for him. I guess he wasn't that memorable. <laughs> he was a young actor then, right? Yeah, his first movie was the first Fre uh, Freddy movie, the first Nightmare on Elm Street in like '84. So yeah, he's like a yeah. year or two into his yeah, career. Yeah, so he was he was a new actor, so he probably didn't know what he was doing yet. Yeah. All right, so the University of Southern California Film School uses this screenplay for the model perfect screenplay. 
wait. Yeah. Apparently, this is the perfect screenplay, according to that school. Objectively, they're wrong. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> it has all the elements. It's laid out uh, pretty well. I, all right, I don't so have Doc, time to think about that. <laughs> Doc Brown refers to gigawatts of electricity. This is a now obscure pronunciation, which was once standard for gigawatt, which is a billion right. watts. Right. It's usually pronounced with a hard G now, but in Romance languages, it's still pronounced with a soft G. 21 gigawatts. Gigawatts. <laughs> gigawatts. <laughs> All right. When Thomas Wilson, when Thomas Wilson is asked about this movie by fans, he usually hands them a postcard of frequently asked questions. This is time saver, <laughs> which I love and hate. Just here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would still be like, can you sign it? Thank you. <laughs> he probably pre-signs them. All right. This movie was banned in China, which a lot of things are, be- because the notion of time travel disrespects history. You're damn right it does. <laughs> it's been lifted. So you might have heard this one, probably. So Michael J. Fox had to insert the J in his name to differentiate himself from Michael Fox because of Screen Actor Guild stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in Back to the Future, he goes back to 1955. His dad's a fan of the show Science Fiction Theater. Oh, yeah. The original Michael Fox starred in that in 1955. Did this movie has so many callbacks to things? It's yeah, it, it's not it's, as it, obvious. I, in this I take one. it back. This might be the perfect screenplay because it is very yeah. aware of itself, but also entirely oblivious of itself at the same yeah. time. You don't get the level of intricacy until you get to two and three and they really start compounding. You're not wrong. Like You're this one wrong. is a great movie. on It's, its, own, it's but a when wonderful you appetizer three, for the meal that is two and the dessert that is three. Yeah. Yeah, two is the best one, three is the close, and then the one's the least best, but it's still See, amazing. that's an unpopular opinion. A lot of people don't like the third one. I love the third one. I do, too. I, I like a, I love a good Western story, but... Yeah. Um, Flying trains get me every time, man. Yeah, you and I are in the minority there. The, the internet will probably hate us for that. Oh, uh, well, whatever. <laughs> Since when have they <laughs> like nerds? Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, well... Yeah, we'll that, some those are some fun facts. <laughs> yeah. All right, so fan theories. So there's a couple of fan theories I found. Um, apparently a whole bunch of them were released back when, uh, like it was um, Back to the Future Day back in 2015. Yeah. <laughs> back to very... the Future in 2015. I was so disappointed about that. <laughs> no fucking hoverboards except for the weird ones that get blow up at airports and on, on airplanes. Yeah. I'm afraid so, to get on those things. I might break my hip. Yeah, I've never been on one. But, um... So we mentioned earlier that, um, unfortunately, um, Claudia Wells, the first Jennifer, uh, didn't reprise her role. In, she dropped because, out because her mom got cancer. Yeah, her mom got sick, which is unfortunate. But Elizabeth Shue was the replacement. And they look you know, similar enough, but they're also She's different enough. Yeah. Um, and the theory is that because um, they reshot the last when he comes back from 1955. It's now to be Elizabeth fair, you Shue. Seen her in an hour, so it's kinda... yeah. It's now Elizabeth Shue. Honestly, when I was just watching it, I I was like, oh, she's very pretty. I was like, I what, knew what it they happened, do different? But I didn't remember. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was I couldn't quite place what had happened after, until I remembered what happened. Yeah. Um, they say that according to this is like a whole fan theory that everyone put together is that 
the timelines he he messed with so many different people like he fucked with those kids with the skateboard stuff yeah uh biff got like arrested after like hitting the manure thing or whatever it was uh there were so many people that tangentially got affected that it was yeah. probably what some effect. of them were jennifer's ancestors and yeah. there was some different grandparent situation or whatever that happened to um and she ended up looking yeah. just slightly different or even having different parents entirely yeah um, or she just got raised slightly differently and had plastic surgery. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know. It is California. Yeah. I assume they all get plastic surgery before fifteen. Or a butterfly effect, and she had the exact same uh, parentage, but the genes randomized slightly differently. Exactly. There's no telling. Um, which is an interesting. I, I like the fact that the, the Back to the Future lore, as weird as it is, can explain that. <laughs> I mean, even when he played Chuck Berry songs. Yeah. If if mom was in the audience somewhere, her hormones got disrupted by like how awesome it was. Yeah. Like her vagina just flooded and it ruined so, her. So this one. <laughs> so moving on. So this one, this it one really was really, under the sea that night. This, fucking Christ. This one, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> under the never mind. Um under the sea. This one gets dark, and I like dark theories. Um, So after Einstein travels the minute in the future, like right when he disappears, when he takes the DeLorean that's remote-controlled and points it directly at him and Marty. By the way, the dog's gone for 1.21 seconds, or minutes, not a minute. I forgot to mention that. I did not know that. Yeah, (laughs) keep going. Um, It's coming right at them. And then it works at the very last second. And then Doc exclaims very loudly, Oh, it worked! It worked! And he's surprised. There is a god. <laughs> he's surprised. I, it's me! I have God. <laughs> the theory is that he is incredibly depressed because he's a failed inventor, disgraced physicist. Nobody respects him or his work, and nothing ever works. He was going to do a murder-suicide with Marty, All or it was going to still... work. All that is still true, though. He is still a failed scientist. He's still a no, no, piece no. of shit with a 17-year-old best his, friend. His thing worked. He just though. happened to invent one thing that worked. Right, right. But he was go- his plan, his probable plan, was he was going to kill him and Marty in a murder-suicide. Oh, I get that. Or it'll work. Yeah. That was his conscious plan. Yeah. And then Marty goes back in time and messes with the timeline, because in Back to the Future timeline stuff, Marty did ne- had never been in the past until he was in the past. Which, yeah, unless it was faded. Which, which, go ahead and get your head around that. But the, the Hermione time turner out because, her, because Doc Brown later, you know, like when he got shot, he like didn't really care. He didn't really stop, you know, try to stop them. He's like, ah, eh, okay, whatever. Also, and then they it's don't later make he had a will that to good. live. That doesn't make Vest that good now. Yeah, but he's Doc. Maybe he because we it doesn't tell us when he read that letter. So he could have had decades to make that. Also, if you think about it, that's callback to three. Like, there's a million callbacks to the ones that haven't. Oh, been absolutely, made yet. and that's that's why yeah. we got to do these all three, and I think pretty soon together. But yeah, um, last one I'll do is, um, you ever wonder why Marty's parents didn't recognize him? The theory is in the future, or yeah. in the present, in the future, when in the he comes back, yeah, eighty five. Is yeah, that, why did the parents like remember people's faces? They only knew this kid for like three fucking days. However, here's a theory about it: is that George and maybe and Lorraine. This one gives all the credit to George for some reason. Um, oh, here's why: 
So George ends up figuring out pretty slowly as Marty grows up. He um, is a sci-fi writer. Like he would so, think of so, this maybe. Yeah, exactly. So he goes, the theory goes that slowly, like as the evidence starts building, like the alien who told him he was going to melt his brain, um, used, he goes, wait, used Darth Vulcan Vader. and Darth Vader. It's like, hold He's the like, fuck up. Okay, hold on. Those are things. There's no way I thought of that. Specific callbacks to his own childhood. Um, yeah. Um, two of the largest franchises of all time. Also, um, I don't know but, if this ties in. Let me. Um, but he didn't write his first book until his kids were grown and stuff. Well, it got which, it got like, published then. It was yeah, a second like, novel. Think, think of the timing though. It's almost like he knew when his son was gonna do this. Oh yeah. And like he tried to time it at the same time. Like I got. Oh, you, that's bitch. excellent. Actually, that's an excellent yeah. theory. Like um, I know what you're up to. This is a sly way of like trying to dude, confirm that's, that's, it. Without... That gives him even more credit. Like uh, yeah. when they come home to the burned carpet when he's a kid, he's like, "Oh, Calvin told me about this." What the fuck? And the go easy on him thing. It's like they're not as idiotic as Marty is. <laughs> yeah. And they can put shit together. They're like, and when they hear Chuck Berry's song probably later on, they're like, son oh, of a bitch. <laughs> that's our time traveling son. That's that our rascal. time traveling son that was going to rate me. <laughs> also, they don't care that his best friend is a 90 year old scientist. who failed. Yeah. Her. I mean, they didn't. Like, and now they certainly don't. Cause now they have to, yeah. in order to have the life they have. They're like, listen, he might be getting molested by this old guy, but it pays Price off. We're willing to pay. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's getting raped in this movie. Yeah. Um, another, I guess another kind of fan theory here is, um, that you never wonder why the DeLorean breaks down so fucking much. Because it's a shitty car. It's apparently, though, apparently Doc programmed the 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 computer in the car to be semi-sentient and avoid paradoxes. Oh, my God. Like, That's if cool. it was going to cause a massive paradox, except it crashes through a barn, kills a pine tree. It's it's like, it does a lot of shit that causes differences you in the future. But it doesn't cause paradoxes. It just shifts the future. Have you ever noticed in the second movie, it goes from twin pines to being called lone pine? Yeah, because he killed one of the pine trees. I know, I know, I know. I love this movie. I love these movies so yeah. fucking much. Um, but yeah, it's so a little uh, shit. Yeah, and then like the car doesn't start exactly when the uh, lightning was gonna come, because it knew that Doc was struggling, and it also knew that it wasn't exactly timed right. Doc had made a small, you know, mishap in the calculations, but it let him get back in time to avoid the paradox of him never going back. Fuck. There you yeah. go. That's Isn't back that cool? to the future. <laughs> That's back to the future, motherfuckers. What was your... We'll start on the down note and end on the high note. What was your least favorite part of this movie? Of the first uh, one, specifically. It's a little weird sexually. A little I weird? I mean, the whole I'm your grandpa <laughs> thing, on that? Pa type thing that, that they explore so well in Futurama, actually. The whole I, I'm your, I am my own grandpa thing they explored so well in Futurama. Oh, <laughs> I did the nasty and the pasty. The nasty and the pasty. Uh, <laughs> it's a little unsettling. Um... Which actually, uh, Disney wouldn't pick this movie up because of that part because they thought it was too risque. But every other studio they went to thought it didn't go far enough because this oh, was the time of Ridgemont High and uh, there's a bunch of like other 80s like sexy movies that came out right at the same time. Uh, Revenge of the Nerds came out around there at the same time. Oh, yeah. And they were all a lot worse with the sex stuff. So they were actually yeah. like, what is this PG bullshit? Bring me a there's porn. There's no incest in those, was there? Uh, there's definitely rape in Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, rape, but he's in, in this movie. It's his mom. Eh, Game of Thrones made it fine. It's fine. It's all fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Um, what about you? Um, so I guess uh, my least favorite part is how fucking moronic Marty McFly is. He's really stupid. He's he's, he's really, 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 really dumb. And at the end of the movie, I guess the the lesson is go back, fuck with the timeline, and you profit? Because his family's rich, his brother and sister are doing great. I mean, his really, dad's yeah, doing if great. you only focused on yourself, you're going to do fine. <laughs> That's how he gets, time he gets the car he always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, and, and he's, he's just a moron. He's just an absolute serendipitous moron. He's a fucking Marty. <laughs> the one true Marty. <laughs> fucking idiot. Uh, what's your favorite part of Back to the Future 1? <sighs> it Day just one. works so well. Just all the stuff. I know I gave it it's, shit earlier, but it, you're absolutely right. It, it, it just it, it's, works. It's really well executed. Everything about it. There's not a wasted second in this movie. I disagree with that. The guitar and the blowing out thing. The whole oh, Rue Goldberg okay. opening. <laughs> no, that's still... Because they call back to that in the second one, in the third one. Mm-hmm. It's still a callback. See, the thing is, they set up jokes for the third movie in this movie. Yeah, this is back when they knew based, they were going to do sequels, yeah, and they didn't just do them in based, case the box office did well. Yeah, they're literally going back to the future with the gags in this movie. Oh, fuck you. That's what I'm saying. That's that's what I love about it, is that it works on so many <laughs> levels. They just get better the more you watch them. That's true. Every that time true. you watch it, you'll notice little things, and you're like, fuck, that's a that's for the second movie. That's for the third movie. Oh, my God. It just gets better and better every single time you watch it. There are very few movies you can watch over and over like this that will still be good. You're not wrong. This is, is the Shawshank before yeah. Shawshank was made. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, There's uh, rape in that, too, now that I think about it. Uh-huh. Prison so rape, is that the though. key to a good movie? I, wow. Anyway, my favorite part... <laughs> Um, you said rape nothing twice. else. <laughs> nothing I like twice. rape. <laughs> oh my god, what's that from again? Blazing Saddle. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I um, I guess I I also I really if I'm gonna take a cop out answer. I love everything this inspired. Yeah, Futurama, Merc and Morty, um, a billion other sci-fi things. The the line where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> movie the one-liners really, the fucking one-liners yeah this is a staple for i mean it's a it's a benchmark for like sci-fi yeah it's one of the best sci-fi movies ever made it was a, it was also a gamble this could have flopped this could have been cult film territory and it kind of is but it's also <sighs> it's also universally loved i think it's a cult in the way christianity is technically a cult <laughs> it technically is so I'm saying it's a cult of Judaism. But it's one it's that's taught to you by your parents. If you don't think too so hard about it, you stick with it. You don't think about it as a cult. Is that but too it, I, guess it, I guess it technically is. But it's it's yeah, it's a cult in the same way Christianity is a cult. And that everyone and their mother knows about this movie and appreciates it. Appreciates it. At least at least pretends to understand it. Yes. There you go. <laughs> that's back to the future, motherfuckers. Indeed. All right. Well, uh, we'll deal where we're going. We won't need roads. Oh, damn it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to The Fluent Nerd. Please join us next week. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Fluent Nerd. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star review wherever you're getting your podcasts. And also tell your friends about us. Like, seriously, text one right now or shout if you happen to be in public. You can send your feedback, show ideas, or behind-the-scenes stories to thefluentnerd at gmail.com. And we want to give a very special thanks to our musical talent, Sean Ryan. 
Check him out on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook, and we'll see you guys next week. What are you looking at, butthead? <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> Wait a minute, Doc. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? <laughs>